So today is a very special episode because we are celebrating Vanessa's 41st birthday. Yay! And before we start, I just wanted to say I'm so thankful to have you in my life. And everybody who knows you is very thankful to have them in their lives as well. Thank you. It's the beginning of the podcast and I already feel like crying. <laughs> You're a queen. So welcome to episode seven. <laughs> Sex relationships, careers, and just plain life from the experience of two Latina actresses. Welcome to The Unfiltered. Hi, I am Vanessa Tomasino. I am Maria Bruson. And today we have a special guest for my birthday. We have the lovely Monica Aguiles, a beautiful and talented actress. Hi, Monica. Hi, very excited to be here. <laughs> we're excited to have you as well. So we're celebrating my birthday. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever really thought about what I've learned throughout the year. But this year has been a very special year for me. And sometimes I do think it's worth taking the time to look back and think, What changed? What did I learn from life this year round? I don't know if you guys do it or if I'm already super old and this is what I do now. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know if this is like um, similar to what you're talking about, but every year during New Year's, mm -hmm. I um, look back and I write 10 things that I'm thankful for. Yes. Um, yes. In whatever, in any aspect in my life, mm -hmm. like anything that made me grow, lessons learned, good, bad, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to share some things that you've learned this past year. Yeah, for sure. And I agree with you. I think that's why I love New Year's and that's why I love my birthday. I love the fact that I can start new. Every year is a chance to become a better person and learn from the things that have happened. I mean, Not everything that happens to us is fantastic. There are some very tough lessons, but it does help a lot to become the person that we eventually want to be. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, for me, you're right. New Year's and birthdays are yes. the best time. It's like cleansing. It's like starting fresh and new. I love it. I'm very excited for your 41. Um, how are you, Monica? Do you do um, your list too? She's like, I yes. don't, I don't care. I, I throw <laughs> everything back. I don't need to know what I did this year. <laughs> I, I think I don't do like that appreciated moment of thinking like <laughs> then things I love. Like I, I think I will try for next year if I get to remember that I want to do that. Um, I might set an alarm on Google or something. <laughs> she would. She would <laughs> do it. Google reminder. Yeah, Google like reminder. reminder to be thankful. But I do, um, for the last couple of years, started like to go back and think, yes, I did like a few things. And like from my last birthday till today, it's like, yeah, I've, I've grown. And I, I just like try to celebrate. And I think I incorporated that this year. And I, I said, like, I'm just gonna allow everyone to also celebrate me. Like mm -hmm. for the first time, like, I think this is the first time that I've done it like conscious. And also like in that same note, for the last few years i've started to say to people like happy um you know like this round to the sun that i know it's so, so like oh, yeah, cliche, yeah. but i think it's like that 
motive of New Year's because you know New Year's is like mm -hmm. that round to mm -hmm. the sun of Earth, and then you get your own round to the sun. Yeah. So I think we go. It, we both go. Like each person goes around the sun. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. One so year. it's like uh -huh. happy round to the sun. To mm -hmm. you, Thank Bonnie. you. Thank you very much, Ellen. Uh, yeah. I think it, it's important to um, to point out that. It, it does sound cliche, but living is not easy at all. I think between all the noise around us, it's like it, it's actually a really important achievement. It's it's important mm. to give it its its um, glory. It's yeah, yeah, like, and I mean, it's okay for you to to just like live life. Like everyone, I think everyone like sees birthdays and New Year's like mm. as their own. Uh, in their own like perspective but yeah you no, you're right and I, I I've always celebrated people like for me yeah. I celebrate birthdays because it's a chance to validate somebody's life and say yeah. I, I I value who you are I appreciate you being in my life so for me birthdays are a big a big deal mm -hmm. uh, and I also celebrate mine because you're right life is really hard and and it's a miracle that we're alive and even though even though our lives are technically very insignificant compared to the rest of the universe, I still think that we have a social responsibility or a legacy to leave behind. Yeah. And every year is an opportunity to do that. And I feel like I have, you know, I, I feel like every year gives me a chance to be somebody that contributes to the community even further. Mm. Uh, I've, I've been, telling this to people because it's the truth it's I, if i were to die tomorrow i'm very happy with what i have done so far and i know i'm not dying just yet no. honey no i know <laughs> but but if i were because we never know right i feel like i have lived the life that i wanted to live and and that i have made a difference i think that's i great. have made a, a difference that's great that reminds me of um a lyric from a song from mm -hmm. a band that i really love coldplay um And it says, are you a part of the cure or are you a part of the disease? Mm -hmm. And I love it. It mm -hmm. hits so deep because it like yeah. puts in perspective, like, are you going to do something good in the world? Are you like, yeah. what's your legacy? What yeah. are you going to leave behind when you die? Like, what are you going to be remembered for? Yeah. And I think Vanessa is a great example of what she's leaving behind and what she's doing. And I just want to take a moment and like, recognize everything that you've done and you're doing and you keep doing and how you've impacted so many people's lives and how thankful I personally am for having you in my life and everything you do and everything you've done and everything you're gonna do and how you're gonna keep impacting mm -hmm. everyone's lives especially mine in this case like I'm speaking for myself it's crazy like life works in such a funny way Like, I never thought that I was going to find a best friend, a mentor, a coach, a, a mom, honestly, coming yes. back from <laughs> living in the United States and, like, coming and trying to get into acting. Like, I would have never thought that acting would bring me such a great person in my life. So, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, I'm, I am a big crier. And the thing is, I take to heart everything you say. I Words mean a lot to me. And, and whenever you guys say things like this, it takes me a little bit of time to process because it's so much love 
And I am still in that process of accepting love and receiving love. And I take the love in, but it's so overwhelming <laughs> that sometimes it's so hard to stay strong, you know, or to stay or to receive it, you know. I think when I lived in Canada, there were times where I didn't celebrate my birthday, you know, people didn't celebrate my birthday and and you were alone. And, and, and a lot of times our lives don't get validated in countries like, you know, Canada or the United States because everyone's in the rat race. Everyone's trying to survive, which is totally fair too, right? Yeah. Um, and so I was, I became almost very happy with isolation, you know, and not having people hug me or tell me nice things. And, and when I came back to El Salvador and then I created these bonds, these very strong bonds of friendships and love and, I find myself being very awkward in, in being able to receive it. And I love receiving it and I take it to heart, but it's so hard for me to, it is. to even comprehend. And, and the funny thing is I have the love for people too. Like I love you guys unconditionally, but for some reason it's hard to process that you may have the same kind of unconditional love for me. You know, oh. it's, we do. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's so, it's, it's mind-blowing. And I thank you for your words. They do really mean a lot. And, and believe it or not, when I go through the toughest times in my life, because I do go through a lot of, of things. I mean, I have my insecurities, my fears, and all that stuff, my terrible moments. It's in that time when I bring these words back and I say, there's someone who loves me, you know, in this case, you, there's someone who loves me. I do have friendships that validate my life when at times I don't feel that I, you know, that I'm not, I don't know, maybe where I want to be or that I'm not bringing too much to the table. You know, everyone has those moments yeah. of um, where, and you're, it's okay. shook, and it's where okay. you're shook. Yeah, for sure. So I appreciate your words. Thank of you course. so much. Let me just say that we haven't really explain to our audience and our viewers and our listeners where we are because i don't know if they can hear can you hear here let's be quiet for a second i can hear you smiling <laughs> <laughs> i can hear you smiling we are at the beach can you hear the waves so this is vanessa no just kidding <laughs> the unfiltered uh vanessa's birth 41st birthday edition beach edition because we're beach on the edition. go yes yes it's it's we've never taken beyond filtered outside the studio this is the very first time and we found this lovely set that you can't see because it's at night <laughs> sorry about that um but but we found that it was very calming and nice to hear the waves in the background and if you can hear it then i hope you enjoy it and if you can't we apologize we'll do better next year <laughs> And honestly, what a better way to celebrate your birthday than, you know, being in a beautiful place in your um, country where you were born yeah. and doing something that you love. Yes. You know, with people that With you the people love. that I love. Hopefully. I do. Hopefully. What do you Just mean, kidding. hopefully? But, like, I think it's, like, it's a very special way to celebrate your birthday. Yes, it is. It is. Um, earlier, her kids were here. She's a mom. I'm a mom <laughs> well, of two. Don't be deceived by her look. She's not 25. Ah. She's 41. Today. <laughs> but yeah. What? I've been fooled. <laughs> so you were 29. <laughs> yeah. 
um, we were celebrating. We're just like, you yeah. know, having a good time here at the beach. Um, yes. The things that I have learned this year, which I, this has been, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed many years of my life. I think, I think thirties were amazing. The thirties. People keep near. saying that, and yes. I'm like, I'm nervous. Yeah, like, nervous. I, I just, I just can't believe. I, I, yeah. I don't. I'll believe it when I see it. Yes, I'll believe it when I get there because yes. I can't believe that 30s are better than 20s. Oh my god, yes, the 20s. Everyone says that. <laughs> yes, I'm skeptical. I'm sorry, I'm a skeptic. It's true. The 30s are this amazing moment where, at least as a woman, you. Okay start feeling yourself you know suddenly you're like mm, i don't have to put up with bullshit. you know it's like mm, okay you start loving your body a little bit more regardless of the shape you're just more okay for me it was like i had in my 20s this fog you know like i couldn't see mm -hmm. clearly and i made really tough decisions i mean horrible bad poor decisions and then when i turned 30 it's almost like my personality appeared and my real authentic self appeared mm -hmm. and I knew what I wanted. I knew where I wanted to be. It was like the fog was gone. I can't explain it. All I can say, it's like, imagine you're underwater and when you hit 30, you become, you come outside, you know, above water. It's amazing. Okay. It, I think it's going to be amazing for you guys, especially because the generations have changed. Hopefully. Yeah, no, they, they have, <laughs> you know, like right now for you guys being in your twenties, it's like being teens. You know, yeah. being very young. When you hit your 30s right now, 30s is a really good age. You're going to do three times more of what you're doing right now. I mean, it makes sense because, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm a skeptic, but it makes sense because now looking back at, like, what we're systematically expected to do, like, when you're 18, you're supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. No. Like, I think I go back and I think about it and I'm like, that is so fucked up. Mm -hmm. When I was 18, I had oh, no idea. Know. I was a fucking baby. Yeah, you would never know. I'm, I, I still feel like a baby. Yeah. And it makes sense that 30s would be like, you know, more clarity, yeah. I guess. But I'm still a skeptic. Well, I don't know about you. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing. You're, you're, you're th when you reach 30, you have the knowledge, mm -hmm. you have the drive, and you have the power. Because at this point, you have already, you have your independence, you work, so you have the money to invest in yourself. You know, this is a great time to do, for example, a master's or start your own business or whatever, because you have all that learning from the 20s. You've yeah. made all the mistakes already. So I found my 30s to be extremely powerful. It's when I got in the best shape of my life. At 32, I was a monster. I was a machine. It was like amazing. And I couldn't believe it because everyone was so afraid of the 30s. And when I was 32... Is when I felt the best, you know, with my with my physique. I did a master's, I did a PhD, all in my thirties, you know, and I, and I traveled the world, and I don't know. There's something really empowering mm -hmm. about being thirty. Uh, so for me, that decade was amazing. Now the forties, okay. Damn. Something that happens with the forties is that you've already, in my case, for example, I got married, I had two children. So there are different lessons that I would have never learned in my 20s. Unless I had children in my 20s, I would have been very different because you're still kind of navigating who you are in your 20s. Mm -hmm. I was terrible in my 20s. Oh, my God. You would have never been friends with me in my 20s. I was a party monster and it was bad. You know, it's, it, and it's funny because a lot of people come up to me now who they met me in my 20s and they haven't seen me and they see me now. 
and I, they think I'm still that person. Yeah. And when they, they see everything that I've done and how much I've changed, they can't believe it. And sometimes we don't mesh anymore because they like me because I was kind of like that crazy person. Now I'm not. You know, I was super insecure too in my 20s. I mean, I mean I'm still are, but um, see, insecurities never go away. But in my 20s, I was so reactionary mm -hmm. that I was causing so much harm to everybody around me and I didn't even notice. So, but the 30s were really great. Now the 40s, because I have the lessons of the 30s. I have a family, I have children who have taught me so many lessons oh as well. God, yeah. I'm not saying you have to have kids to learn. I have so many friends who don't have kids and have learned so many lessons too. Like it's not about the kids. It's just saying for me, the kids have taught me a lot because I, I was a very selfish person and, and I was a very controlling person. And when you have kids, the control goes out the window because one day they get sick, they fall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you have something to no, say about no. that? <laughs> um, I mean, there's just like a lot of things in my mind mm -hmm. about like, I, I feel that hearing you makes me like more pressure of I need to fuck up now like do it screw like, it screw up like, but that's a great way it. to see it yes. because like, like fail fail constantly like now yes. is the time you still have three more years to like you know, it's fuck so up all like, <laughs> I wish I wish well okay that I'm like getting afraid of the 30 and the thing is that there's like a lot of I don't know like if you've heard um heard or read through those like articles that you have about 30 needs you need 30 things you need to know or do before you're 30 or like stuff li like that like this bucket list like the BuzzFeed articles oh yeah, my god that type of shit yes <laughs> yeah like whatever of that but also like people that they start like telling me oh before you're 30 you need to do this and that and that and that and I'm like thinking Maybe I'm like already behind. And I'm like, not really I mean, I understand. <laughs> but also, I feel like everyone has their own pace, like, yeah, yes. pace journey, whatever. Um, and honestly, for example, I think generations change as well yeah. because, for ex my mom always compares me to her and my aunts, and she's always like, when we were 25 we already had you know like an apartment and this and that and that i'm like and i have this sort of pressure mm -hmm. to like be a homeowner oh god honey at, the at economy has age. changed yeah and then i look at my generation in general and yeah. nobody my age who's not married lives alone because yeah, for those of you that are not from El Salvador, mm -hmm. um, it's getting ex expensive as fuck to live here. Yeah, so, it's very expensive. Um, I, I don't think I can pay like a full rent by myself right now. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, absolutely I not. Like, I couldn't mm -hmm. right now. And keep the same, you know, lifestyle that I have right now and pay a whole month's rent. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Yeah. So at the same time, I understand like those articles and those things and like bucket lists and whatever. But I also think like, there's so many like factors that come into play. Yeah. Like generation, like generation differences and how it, everything changes throughout the years. Also like your own path, for example, like we are actresses. Mm -hmm. So our path is a little different. Yeah, than, that's true. You know, someone who's in a fortune Science. 500 yeah, yeah. company or yeah. an accountant or accountant. <laughs> 
I'm or an accountant. It's always the example. The things I'm that not, it's always I know. The I'm not dissing accountants. I think they're amazing. I'm just saying the stability. I wish I, <laughs> wish I had the drive. Yeah. It's just the stability. <laughs> I <that> wish. <laughs> no stability here at all financially. <laughs> you know, it's an adventure every day. Um, yeah, you're right. The expectations of a, a, perhaps a bucket list, bucket list that was made in the 90s. It doesn't really, apply now. Doesn't apply. No, no. absolutely not. No. I do think though that you, there are some standards of things that you you definitely could do. Like like you said, fucking up. It's a great thing. I mean, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I honestly, I'm gonna write it yeah, in like fuck up bold letters and put it up in my room. Like you need to fuck up more. Yes, you do. That's the only way you can actually learn, though. Exactly. Yes, yeah, because yeah. if you don't fuck up, then you don't learn. And so those lessons, you want to take them right now when you're young rather than when you have dependents like myself and then, you know, like you don't want to screw up their lives. So, so yeah, I mean, there are some things that you can do for sure. Uh, but you don't have to do everything in the bucket list because then yeah. they feel pressured. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm so tense. <laughs> I know, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and then this year, I just want to quickly add what was great for this year. Because, I mean, I turned 40 last year. And it was the big 4-0 during the pandemic. So I couldn't really have, I mean, I had a party, but, you know, very limited. You were there, remember, mm -hmm. at the small party. Uh, but, but something happened this year for me that was very life-changing. And that was the acknowledgement of the, the issues I had in my mental well-being. I'm not saying that I'm uh, like a lot of you when we talk about mental health issues, a lot of you think or a lot of people may think being crazy or depressive or whatever, whatever. No, we're talking about there are some issues that most of us have, you know, especially traumas that we have that we have, you know, that, that have appeared throughout our, throughout our lives. And they don't also, this is something really important that traumas don't come from violence necessarily no and this is something very important to mention because a lot of people will say well i had an amazing childhood you know my parents didn't hit me i i had enough money to eat and have i had a home and you know i don't have traumas but the trauma doesn't really come from being beaten by your parents no. or being sexually harassed as a child traumas can come from something something as simple as not being validated when you ask to you know for someone to listen to you Uh, or to acknowledge your life, you know, as a child that, or a teenager or a young person that could have, that can have uh, severe consequences on your mental well-being. And then you can have anxious attachments and things like that, that can have repercussions on your partners and, and the people that you choose to spend your life with. So in my case, I always knew I was broken in the sense that I, you know, I lived through the war, my house was shot at. For those of you who don't know, in El Salvador, there was a civil war and I was born throughout the civil war and I lived through most of the civil war. So, and my house was taken by the military uh, and they used it as a base where they shot people from the third floor of my home. Um, and we had to flee, you know, we were in the middle of shootouts and things like that. So those things can be traumatic for sure. Um, but then there were other things like we talked about validation and things like that, right? So I knew, I had these scars in my past for sure. And I knew they affected my life. Uh, we talked about the sexual harassment as well yes. and sexual violence of my past. We haven't really talked about too much about it. I will talk about it when I'm ready, but we have sort of talked about it. Mm -hmm. 
And so, but it was this year when I finally decided to talk to an expert. And this person was able to break down what was happening to me and give me the tools to make the quality of my life better. And that was a game changer. And so the benefits that this life-changing experience had included my relationships with those who are closer to me. And also the most important thing, the relationship with myself. Yes. Because before I used to be so incredibly harsh with myself, you know, 40 years of blaming myself for things like, why aren't you smart enough? You know, why did you choose this? Why didn't you see this problem coming? You know, I always said, what, what's wrong with you? When in reality, there was nothing wrong with me. I was talking to, say, my inner child who was making the decisions as a child. And so I came in as the adult and said, from now on, I'm taking charge. You know, and so it has changed not only my relationships with people outside, it has changed my relationship with my kids. Now I can actually be their mom before I was like their friend, you know, I was another child. Mm -hmm. And so I would have zero patience because I wanted to play too. And they were like, ah, oh, you know, you're annoying. Let me be. Now I am their mother and I, I take care of them as a mom. And, and, and that relationship with myself where I'm no longer being harsh on myself, but I'm also not demanding of myself to be perfect. So I've accepted my body something that it took me 41 years to accept this body. And a lot of people may say, but what's wrong with your body? And that's the point. There's nothing wrong with my body. But for the longest time, I thought there was. Mm -hmm. I hated my tummy. I hated my, my butt. I hated everything about my body. Why couldn't I be skinny? Why couldn't I be, you know, no boobs? I, I don't like my boobs. I didn't like my boobs because I, you know, I would say they're too vulgar. You know, there are some outfits that I can't wear, you know, or people would be like, why are you showing your boobs? I'm not showing them. They're just there. I can't get rid of them, you know, things like that. Right. Yeah. And now that I'm turning 41, I said, this is it, you guys. This is the body that I have. I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm going to take care of it for sure. I'm not saying I'm going to gain 400 pounds. You know, as you all know, I'm in this journey to get my cholesterol under control, you know, <laughs> and my, and my glucose. Um, but I'm not saying I'm going to go crazy and not take care of it. But what I'm saying is I have accepted that this is the correct body for me. And now I'm okay showing it, mm -hmm. you know, where that's where my new yes. pictures come <laughs> for my birthday. Ooh, we can't wait. Stay tuned. I want to give a shout out to this amazing photographer. I have so many amazing photographers. You know, the first that one that comes to mind for me, my headshot photographer, Farah Viva. I love her work. I've seen <laughs> it um, through you, obviously. Mm -hmm. I hope one day she can take my headshots. She will. Um, Farah, if you're watching, come to El Salvador. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> um, we promise we'll be good. <laughs> She's such an amazing photographer. I love her work. And she's a good person. Like we've been friends. And you know, I forever. don't know her, uh -huh. but there's like this beautiful vibe that I get oh. from her, like Instagram, yes. like stories and her pictures, and like just her face and yeah. her eyes and everything. Mm -hmm. I just, I just want to be her friend. 
<laughs> I love her. She knows I love her. I, you know, I've, I've known her for a very long time now. Another artist like ourselves, yeah. another actress. Uh, and she's an amazing photographer because she really brings out the best. You I love that because yeah. she loves you. Like she loves you in, in the session. And so you feel so comfortable and you're like, so a shout out to Farah uh, for being an amazing headshot photographer and portraits and everything. And then I had the opportunity to work with Tina. Yes. From Tina shoots boudoir and Tina. Ah, yes. yes. Boudoir. Yeah. Boudoir. is. <laughs> is another word for like bedroom so i had this session because i have like i said i've always been afraid of showing my body and when i started therapy i realized that i had to love every single part of myself and not as the kid who was afraid to be rejected and not loved but as the adult who is a mature woman uh, who loves unconditionally so why can i love myself unconditionally yeah. so i contacted tina because she was doing this campaign uh look her up on instagram so maybe we can show her account and people can follow her because she's really amazing so she's doing this campaign of celebration of women 40 plus oh and he just i i happened to see the campaign right at the same time as i was coming to terms with my body and so i contacted her <laughs> nice job thank you it's the handle so that in case yeah. I, I said it wrong so it's tina shoots boudoir yeah, yeah. tina shoots boudoir and so mm, I needed the sound effect. Mm. Uh, so thank you, Monica. We brought Monica for episode seven specifically for the sound effect. Yes. Uh, so, so I contacted Tina and I said, I would like to be part of your campaign of celebration of women over 40. And I got accepted into the campaign. I flew to Vancouver. I, I, I was working on this episode on Netflix. And so at the same time, I booked my session with her. And I was before, before my session, I remember thinking, am I going to be okay being half naked or having lingerie on? Because I don't even use lingerie on my real life, you know, because I, I wasn't comfortable with it. Am I going to be comfortable in a studio with a stranger, you know, and for, for a photo shoot? I knew it, I didn't want it to be vulgar because I'm I don't consider myself a vulgar person. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but for me that's not my brand. It's not how I want people to remember me. So I was a little nervous about all that. How would it come across? Yeah. Okay. And so when I met Tina, oh my God, this woman who's aside from being stunning because she's beautiful, she was so warm. That's the best word I can say. Warm. She welcomed me to the space. She made me feel like I was a goddess. And honestly, that's such an important thing because you're in such a vulnerable position. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I told you this before, like I admire you for that, for that, for that. Just like the fact that you were doing that shoot, even if you weren't going to publish any photos. Yeah. I, I couldn't have done it. Maybe in my 40s. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not today. 30. Not <laughs> I tell you, I wouldn't have done it either in my 20s or in my 30s. Like, but there was hugging myself like now I couldn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> but there was something in me that said, this is it. This is how I want people to know my truth. And I think it's great that you're allowing yourself to take the space that you should allow yourself to take and that you already take. Like, because yeah. in the eyes, like, I can talk for myself, but I can pretty sure talk for the rest of us that yeah. admire you so much. But that it's like, I am so happy to see you glow. 
and I see the change that you're having and it's like I am like so honored to just like be sitting to here experience today that with, yes with you to here but like just to be part of your birthday to be part of your celebration and for you to yeah. oh I'm gonna cry <laughs> no I need to breathe we're not crying right no now. we're not crying we don't no. cry in this in the show okay so as I was saying <laughs> I love you. That's yeah. I cannot do more. <laughs> no, yes, but it's like it's it's yeah. such a, it's such an an honor to be able yeah. to experience and to like witness this transition and this like yeah. abysmal change yes. and this leap yeah, that you've energy. done, yeah. like mm-hmm. in not only personally but like you know in every other aspect. Like it, it's 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 crazy. Like I met you almost four years ago, and it's like seeing you grow this much yeah and it leaves us as it leaves everyone as like as a lesson to see that it's you're not too old to <laughs> to grow to keep growing yeah and honestly yeah on that note like i would be worried if 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 you don't like if if i wouldn't grow in in, yeah. in, in one year you know that's like true. that's the point to like keep growing and changing because that's yes. the only constant in life That is yeah. the constant to keep change growing and, and, and changing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the the changes are so visible and I can feel them, you know, like I, I can touch them exactly <laughs> like they're palpable. And, and that's why I wanted to do this shoot because I knew that that was almost like the last frontier. I mean, the, the two last frontiers for me were that photo shoot and that Netflix episode because it was the first time that I was doing such, I mean, the scenes were so hard, you guys. They were so hard. Like as an actor, a technical actor, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to pull this off. And and then, you know, I try to be, I mean, I've been doing this for a while and and yet that fear was present. I don't know if I could, I can pull this role and this character and this scenes off. And so for me, the, those were the two challenges. And I wanted to see how how therapy had changed me as an actor. Mm-hmm. Not just in the work, but also my relationships on set okay. with crew and with my fellow actors. It was, so I was very that that Vancouver trip before. What when did I go? August, August, August uh, yes. of this year. Mm-hmm. It was Late life August. changes, and it, and and I those were my two frontiers: the photo shoot and this. I'm going to set with this new energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I I went to the photo shoot. I used the clothes that I, I thought would best represent me. So they weren't the nicest clothes, but they were the clothes that- but It was Vanessa. It was Vanessa, exactly. The new Vanessa, mm-hmm. the, the the brave, you know, self-aware Vanessa. And, and Tina just made it so comfortable. And she told me how to pose and everything. And, and right after your session, She shows you the pictures Ooh. right immediately for you to choose. That's amazing. It is amazing because yeah. then you get to see the work that you just did mm-hmm. and to choose the pictures that you want. I know some, some women choose them all. And, and I told, because Tina was so lovely. She said, you can take them all. And I said, I don't think that's the goal here. I mm-hmm. want to choose the 10 pictures that represent who I am right now, mm-hmm. because I know they're going to be great. Mm-hmm. I could take them all for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not about that. It's about making the conscious decision of I'm only going to choose the ones that represent Vanessa at age 41 with the new changes. 
And so I did. And the pictures are stunning. They're and I, breathtaking. And I'm I so excited cried. to see them. I ah! cried so much because, because they really represented the new me. Like, you know, I remember seeing this really cute picture of me and I was sitting on this chair and, you know, I'm all pretty and pink and, and smiling at the camera. And I remember Tina saying, that's a beautiful picture of you. And I said, no, it's not the picture that represents me because I could see the girl. I could see the child, mm -hmm. you know, the child that has always appeared in my armor to defend me from people and the one who's made decisions, incorrect ones, by the way. And yes, she seems lovely, but that's not where I am. And so, and then there was another picture of me in the very similar position, but it had a softer look. And that was my inner child moving back, mm -hmm. no longer making the decisions. And I said to her, that's the one. <laughs> the other one was the little girl trying to control, which she has always done. And so she's on your face, she's looking at camera, big dimples, and she's like, I'm here, yeah. ready to control, you know? Yeah. But that's not who I am anymore. And the next picture was of me. And you could see the little girl, but she was no longer at the front. She mm -hmm. was in the background. And I said, that's the one. And so the process of selecting the pictures was very cathartic. And it was very emotional to have the 10 pictures in front of me that truly represented who I was at age 41. And I thanked Tina, I was like, because even going through the process with her, she was like, this is beautiful. I'm like, no, this is beautiful. No, she's like, why aren't you picking these ones? I'm like, they are aesthetically beautiful. You have to, you have to look it's beyond. Not, it's not who I am mm -hmm. right now. And so the 10 pictures, when you put them, like you line them up, it's Vanessa. Mm -hmm. It's the new Vanessa at age 41. And there are a few that I will post. So stay tuned. You can go to my Instagram, <laughs> Vanessa Tomasino, mm -hmm. uh, posting one today for my birthday, two, I think, on my stories. Um, but there's one picture in particular that is only for me. It's this beautiful picture of my back and my butt. I mean, a tutu, it's like a thong and a tutu. And I'm on top of a chair. I've never seen that part of me because I don't see my back. Of course, we never naturally. See, we never see our backs, <laughs> yeah. right? And I am in this very graceful position. I look elegant and poised and yet strong. And it's not vulgar in any way. It's really strange. It's very artistic. But that picture is only for me because I, it's too much nakedness. Mm. And that's something I, you know, I don't need mm. to show that to the world. Yeah. Maybe one day I want, and it's not because I'm embarrassed of it. No, it's just because I do think that some things that we do, we do for ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. I think that picture is for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the other ones are, you know, stunning too. And I will show them. Um, and it says Vanessa at 41. And I hope you guys like it. And I'm very excited to show them. And I'm very excited to keep challenging myself, taking, you know, those very difficult that I thought difficult situations and shining through them. And that's, those are the lessons for this year. And I'm very happy. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud that my heart go, got broken a million times this year to become the person that I am. So thank you everybody for breaking my heart out there. If you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> no, but you know, it's not, you're not to blame. I, you know, 
it's it's a process right so and it never thank you. And, like everyone like you know even your actors we break your oh my god yes <laughs> my actors break my break my heart every time i send them an audition and i'm like can you read the instructions and they're like yeah yeah yeah, for sure for sure and we always fuck up <laughs> yes and then so the instructions sorry. were not read or the audition was missing something like where's this uh, oh we had to do that it's in the instructions Right, Monica? So, ah. <laughs> so yes. romantically, professionally, personally, like everyone breaks your heart all the yes, time and yeah. you're still here. I'm still here and stronger. You are Thank stronger you. than yesterday. Yes, I am. And you're going to be stronger tomorrow. Yes. And this is 41. So thank you guys. Thanks for spending this amazing day with me. This transition with me, you know, the... The changes from last year, my 40s, but also this particular moment of celebrating the living behind of the 40s, the celebration of the mistakes, the celebrations of the lessons and transitioning to this amazing new 41 that I'm 100% sure will not disappoint. It will not disappoint. <laughs> so thanks for joining us on episode seven and on my birthday. I hope that you... <laughs> I hope that you can um, send us messages uh, with anything that you want us to discuss for the next episode. I We have so much to talk about yes. from extremely weird TV series that are out there that we can talk about, our movies that you know, are you know, streaming right now, to uh, the famous relationships and situationships and imaginationships and everything else. Everything else. Everything um, else. Pathologies. Pathologies. Um, <laughs> you know, patterns. Yes. You know, um, a lot of things to discuss. Body yes. image. Yes. Anything. Anything and everything. So We should talk about body image. Soon. We should. Oh, and we were supposed to talk about Instagram and be real as well. So we, we should. We yes. will do all that. Maybe next episode. Yes. So if you have a question about that or anything else, you can message us. You can message Maria. So you can find me as MF Bruson, both Instagram and TikTok. Yes. You can contact and follow Monica too. What are your handles for Instagram? Um, it's it's Monspar. That would be M-O-N-S. Why do you complicate things? I'm sorry. I will make a new handle and I'll let you know. <laughs> Monsbar, okay? Yes. Okay, thank you. And you can message me on IG, Vanessa Tomasino, Vanessa with one S. Tomasino with one S. My account is currently private, but you can always send your request. And uh, TikTok, that one's open. Yes. And also you can leave a question on Spotify. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So thanks for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>